Welcome back to Monster Movie Fun Time Go! I am your host, Honey Bee. And I'm your other host, Precious D. And today, we are talking about Gappa, the Trifibian? Trifibian? Yes. What the fuck is a monster. Trifibian? The Trifibian monster. Uh, it, like amphibian, is land and water. Uh-huh. Trifibian is land, land water, water, and, and air. air. Yes. Okay, okay. I was he like... flies. He's uh, a sea monster that comes on the land and flies. Nice. It's <laughs> from... I think this phrase is usually applied to vehicles rather than creatures. Oh, okay. Uh, it's from 1967. Color, 84 to 90 minutes, I guess, depending on what version hmm. you're watching. The director is Haruyasu Naguchi, and it is from the Nikatsu Corporation, which I don't think we've seen anything from before, no, and I'm not sure first. we will again. Really? I didn't notice. I mean, I didn't look at their whole oeuvre, but... Did they make other <clears throat> type of movies, obviously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what, though. The budget was 500 million yen, Damn. but I don't have a box office, and the featured monsters are the... Kappa family. <laughs> I don't have the size, but they Jeez. vary. Are they like, what, 20 to 50 feet, maybe? Maybe. I would say maybe even like the biggest one, like the daddy one's like maybe like 65, 70. Yeah. I didn't get a, I didn't get a kill count, but I don't think it was much. This movie, is, Colossal Beast Kappa, is the Japanese title, and it's also released as Monster from a Prehistoric Planet. Which is a stupid title because it doesn't come here from another planet. I, what? What? I don't know why people in the fifties and sixties thought chickens were so terrifying <laughs> and should be made into huge <laughs> monsters. I feel like so many of the monsters that we have seen have resembled chickens. <laughs> well, you know they are dinosaurs. <laughs> I guess so. I guess they really held on to that. In making these movies. Like, you know what we could make? Another chicken. <laughs> uh, here's a summary. I think this is from Wikipedia. Thanks, Wikipedia. Playmate magazine publisher. Which in Japan is something very different. Yes. Um, than it is here. <laughs> well, their, it, their, their Playmate magazine is more like Jurassic Park. Well, uh, <laughs> Playmates are from Playboy, but... That's not the name of the magazine. Oh, got it. Um, Still different. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't appear to be a girly magazine as far as we could tell. Uh, anyway, Tanaka, the publisher, dispatches several of his employees, along with scientists from Toto University, on an expedition to the South Seas to collect rare animals for an island resort. What does he call it? The island resort? Yeah, he's going to build this little fun island Thing. He wants to build a little tropical he, theme park. Yeah, it's like Jurassic Park. Um, but he calls it... I can't remember what he called it. Oh, Playland. Yeah, Playland. Playland, because Playmate I was, Magazine... I was thinking like Playmate something, but like, yeah, Playland. Yeah, Playmate Magazine is going to build Playland, 
that's going to be sort of a pseudo Hawaiian kind of, well, a South Seas reproduction just off of Japan. So all the Japanese tourists can go there without having to travel far. And they all, I found it just so amusing the way they all dressed up like European colonizers to go. <laughs> I mean, we've seen this before. We've seen this before. But it was kind of Japanese cosplaying as Whitey. They've all got khaki short sleeve shirts and mm-hmm. shorts and, and white these little uh, yellow pith helmets on their sh- socks. Yes, they've got those knee socks with a little sort of uh, Scottish poofs on them that you might <laughs> that a bagpiper might wear. And they've got their white pith helmets. Well, and I think they're wearing their armbands too, or at least yeah. the reporters were. Yeah, little armbands. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, we see the press always wearing these little armbands. So uh, they've all dressed up like Europeans to go co- do some colonizing. <laughs> and uh, Daize is fishing one night when he sees a pair of massive yellow eyes underwater just before the ship is rocked by what his crewmates believe to be an earthquake. They scoff at his story. Shortly thereafter, a captain notices a volcano erupting on Obelisk Island, and they decide to begin the expedition there. Not as good of a volcano, this movie. No. The volcano was kind of like, this movie. Oh, let me mention we have uh, Tomio Kawiji as Hiroshi Kurosaki, Yoko Yamamoto as Ito Koyangi, Koyanagi, Yuji Okada as Daisy Tanaka, I thought he looked like the guy in King Kong versus Godzilla. Is that who I'm thinking of? The publisher? I thought for a minute he was the same guy because he had a little Hitler mustache. <laughs> he was a skinny guy yeah, that yeah, seemed yeah. like he was supposed to be funny and he was the greedy boss. I thought it was the same guy, but he was not. Koji Wada plays Mashida. That's the little boy in blackface, right? Mm-hmm. Tatsuya Fuji is George Inoue. Yeah. Kazuki Inoue is President Funazu, and Zenji Yamada is captain of the Komome Maru, and Bumon Koto is the chieftain. And that's all I feel like reading. Hell yeah. (laughs) A Tokoe photographer spots a statue resembling those on Easter Island. They do not resemble those on Easter Island. (laughs) They don't look much like them at all. They're not just big, giant heads. Yeah, they're, they're like totems. Yeah. Uh, as they approach, the island turns out to be inhabited, and they are quickly surrounded by men wielding spears as they enter the village. Once <laughs> And wearing blackface. Once they announce they are from Japan, however, the chief sets off a raucous celebration. Another group from Japan promised to return many years ago, and they believe the new arrivals will appease a being called Gappa. So there's a little bit of a cargo cult thing going on here uh, are you familiar with that Mm-mm. this was a thing where during world war ii they'd set up little airfields on obscure islands or little places in africa or whatever and would come and land and they would you know drop off cargo and stuff for whatever war shit was going on but they would share some of this cargo with the with the locals well the war was over and they all left and the locals didn't understand why they had left so they would go through the motions of the things they saw them doing to summon the planes. Uh, like they would construct 
headsets and microphones and stuff. They don't function. Right. But they would operate a radio or what they would do what they thought the people were doing. So wow. they operate a non-functioning radio. They're basically a form of prayer to try and summon the people with the cargo wow. back. And it turned into this pseudo-religious cult thing. So they called them cargo cults because they oh. didn't understand the actual relationship between the cause and effect of why they were there and what brought them there. Wow. So they're trying to communicate with them, but they don't have an actual functioning radio to do that. And they don't understand how they work. So this is a little bit like that in that they've been hoping these people would come back after having been there Damn. in the past. That's and really sad. It is. <laughs> a young boy leads Hiroshi, a scientist, and Itoko to the statue. This young boy is in dark makeup with a bad wig. A real bad Not wig. Not his fault, just a little kid. But yeah, they're doing that thing. So we got to give this film a, what, a two, three on the racist scale? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but tries to prevent them examining it. As they argue, another earthquake strikes and the statue topples, revealing the entrance to a cave. There, they and Daisei discover a massive skeleton and a large egg. A third earthquake causes it to hatch, revealing a docile baby bird-reptile monster. Oh, Thoughts on the baby bird-reptile monster? I mean... Oh, man. It, it was just one of those things where, like, like the first time I ever saw King Kong, mm -hmm. and I just laughed hysterically. <laughs> it was like that, especially with this little baby... And it's like all like juicy because it's been in this egg and it's like trying to crawl away from this egg. And it was it, they're just so funny, like the puppets and the things, the um, costumes. They're just hysterical. <laughs> this is Linda Miller, and I'm reminding you to keep calm and shelter in basements over the villagers protestations the expedition brings the young monster to japan Ugh, they're just the worst the worst so yeah there's a bunch of denims in this crew and they all just take this thing from its natural habitat to japan their fears are well founded after the expedition leaves two adult gappas emerge from the cave <laughs> and pursue the islanders into the sea where's my baby a u.s submarine rescues them there was, uh, I forgot to mention, the opening credits. Didn't we have a really groovy Gappa song? Yeah.
in this is very like upbeat and groovy yeah the whole, it's very the modern whole movie. it's not at all these sort of classic ashiro honda not ashiro honda um ifakube mm-hmm. akira ifakube music it's much more Poppy, modern yeah. modern 60s hep music mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh does the where the kid comes with them doesn't he what doesn't yeah, it, the kid comes with them to Japan. Yes, I don't. They're, they're not mentioning it here, but he somehow ends up with them. Tanaka is enraptured with the baby Gappa and makes plans to smuggle it into the country, the better to preserve the secret until he can unveil it. Unveil it at his resort. Oh yeah, before too, there's something else. This guy at one point when they first go into this cave, uh, the girls like kind of scared, and the guy's like. Well, just leave then. Go be a regular woman and have babies and change diapers and stuff. Yeah. I was like, I don't... What? And then she falls in love with him? Yeah, and at the end she or falls, he in, falls in love yeah, with her? Whatever the fuck happens, because then at the end she's like, well, I guess I'm just a regular woman. They have a little argument that somehow leads to them acknowledging <sighs> they're attracted to each other. It's disgusting. Why? 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 I don't. I don't know. It's like you know, whenever like dudes are like, "Oh, the good guy always finishes." Women don't like their. They like assholes. Like, yeah, we were taught to like assholes. This is a prime example. This movie, not this movie, but just in general. It's like you know when a little boy hits you on the playground and they're like, "Oh, that means he likes you." It's just like all of these like messages like that. Uh Like, this dude is a total asshole to her and she's like oh my god i think i'm in love with this man <laughs> yes please treat me like dog shit i just want to be a regular woman put a uh, baby in me but... <laughs> sorry anyways carry on <laughs> kurosaki is reluctant to see the creature so exploited but realizes it is the only way he can be studied Upon internment at the Toto University Laboratory, the baby Gappa grows dramatically in size. You know, like you do. Mm-hmm. By analyzing his brainwaves, Kurosaki concludes that his hypothetical parents would be able to track his location. How convenient. After bursting out of the water behind the U.S. submarine, the adult Gappas buzz over Haneda Airport before making <laughs> landfall in Atami. I think Haneda Airport ends up in a lot of these movies, too often gets attacked. The JSDF deploys tanks to stop them, but the monsters quickly incinerate them with their heat rays. Where is my baby? This is very Chicken Little, if you guys have ever seen Chicken Little. I where still have not seen Chicken You Little. still haven't. It's the second time I've mentioned it in this podcast for whatever reason. But it's, uh, yeah, it's these aliens. Their baby gets left on Earth, basically. And then the, the alien parents come back and start, like, destroying shit because they just want <laughs> like their baby do. yeah uh-huh. they're just trying to find their baby they're, they don't hate humans or anything they're just like where's my kid but we're all like humans like oh my gosh it's on disney plus so i'll have to uh, yes. make a note to watch it oh it's from good 2005 oh it's so good uh, <laughs> uh let's see the jsdf employs did i read that part right mm-hmm the heat rays fighter jets engage them as they smash atami castle and are equally unsuccessful is atami castle the giant 
pagoda that we see get wrecked a lot. I think, I, think. So. I guess so. I think I think we've seen it get wrecked in other movies. Yeah, several times. The adult gap is then submerged into Lake Kawaguchi to rest. The next day, Playmate runs the baby Gappa as its cover story, and issues fly off the shelves. During a defense meeting, Hiroshi recommends using a sonic attack to lure the adult Gappas out of the lake, exposing them to a missile barrage. At this point, at some point, somewhere, the douchebag tells the girl, you're 22 and you're look at all your wrinkles. <laughs> Uh, while his theory proves correct the adult gappas are unfazed by the missiles flying out of the lake and flooding the nearby town they advance towards tokyo even amidst all the destruction tanaka refuses to release the baby gappa fearing that he would be ruined if his role in the parents rampage was revealed well they haven't mentioned his daughter Mm -mm. his daughter is the one that guilts him into finally releasing the 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 baby Gappa. Yeah. Ultimately, however, he is powerless to stop Itoko, Hiroshi, and the military from taking the baby Gappa themselves. Two blimps towed by helicopters transport him to Tokyo, where his parents are wreaking havoc at an oil refinery. The family joyfully reunites at Haneda Airport and begins the long flight back to Obelisk Island. But there's a thing. So it looks like at one point the woman is in love with the scientist. Yeah, and it's just, just disgusting. Is this is this the part that like where she's like he tells her to leave or something and she's like I'm here because I want to be like I'm helping you because I want to be helping you. Is that is that like the part that they fall uh, in love? Yeah. I don't know. It seems like she the reporter likes her but she likes the scientist and is helping him. Mm-hmm. Um but it's one of these love triangles that doesn't really go anywhere. And then at the end, she kind of decides, <laughs> I don't want to help either of you. That When <laughs> when she's talking about, I will go just become a, marry, regular woman. a regular woman and marry a farmer or something and have kids. She but says she says this office job. Yeah. But she says this in relation to rejecting both of them. Yeah. So I don't want to be part of your reporter world or your scientist world, I guess. Well, because they're both condescending pricks yeah. in this certain scene where they're both there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, he's like giving her shit for helping him. And she's like, I want to help you. I'm here because I want to be. And then the other guy comes in and starts giving her shit, too. And then when he leaves, the guy's like, you're just a stubborn woman, aren't you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. What the hell? Uh, I think they just, well, they're like the kid that punches you because they don't know how to properly express their yeah, feelings exa- yeah, they're just in, a helpful, flirting. Uh, in a healthy way. This is how we, yeah. The, they, the scientist doesn't necessarily express any interest in her. And in fact, at the end, tells the guy, tells the other guy, hey. To go get her, go, yeah. Aren't you going to go after her? Oh, God. Which yeah, seems to work. He catches up with her and they walk off together. So I guess... They'll end up together, but does anyone care? No, absolutely not. Yeah, these movies really got to learn how to deal with the romance. They're they're kind of bad at it. They are shitty at the romance. Yeah. It'll get better. So did this uh, movie remind you of anything else we've seen? Yeah, a lot of other movies that we've seen. Because there was so, like, the egg thing. Mm -hmm. We've seen that. 
and there was so many like. Well, I was specifically thinking of Goro. Why? Well, where we have one monster that turns out to be the baby. Oh, and then and the, the parents, parents come looking for it. Yeah. Well, one parent in Goro, and this one they upped it. Yeah, with, with both two parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was a lot of things, like a lot of things in this movie, where I was like, "Oh, we saw that in this movie. Oh, this is from this movie. This movie felt like kind of like add put everything you have and and just add water, <laughs> and make a kaiju movie." Well, it's on Wikipedia. Just specifically mentions that it's you know stealing the plot from from Goro, and I think on the Goro page it also mentions it that just in case you didn't know somebody's going to come along and rip off this movie later. <laughs> yeah. So what did you think? Um, I mean, it was okay. It was kind of cool seeing the the monster family, all three of them together. Yeah. It's nice that he has both of his parents. <laughs> Unlike it, unlike in next, unlike next week's movie. Yeah, confusion. But um, it was nice little family dynamic, a little family monster. It was so funny at the end when they're teaching little baby Goro to fly, mm-hmm. and then yes. like the dad like flies off, and then he like runs but can't quite get it, and he yeah. comes back. It's super cute. Super cute. I feel like these movies are getting better as we go. You think? Yeah. I mean, there are things, right, that are stupid and suck, like, moments. But as like as a whole, most of these movies that we're watching now, I would watch again. Whereas in the beginning, <laughs> okay. when we'd watch a movie, I'd be like, well, <laughs> glad I got that over with. I'll probably never see that again, you know? Like, uh... Hollow Mountain, Beast of Hollow oh, Mountain. Yeah. You know, yeah. like things like that where they were just so bad. But Beast of Hollow Mountain has Panchito in it. I know, but not worth it. Okay. I mean, we we have Panchito in every movie. Well, yeah, so I'm it's just like... saying, we owe that movie. We owe Panchito to that movie. We do, but we never have to watch it again. <laughs> never. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't find any of the characters particularly interesting, though, or they didn't mm. really stand out. Yeah, I can um, see that. It does just seem like uh, going over the same ground we've been over mm-hmm. before. Yeah, a bit repetitive. I mean, it just seems like uh, the Nika, uh, the Nikatsu Corporation said, "Hey, let's we get in on that. this. Let's get in on this kaiju thing," and then sat down with a checklist and. <laughs> I went through it. There was a moment, too, I thought was kind of funny, where the kid, the little boy in blackface, mm-hmm. is wearing a, a T-shirt mm-hmm. that says, in English, vintage cars. There's <laughs> not a picture. I didn't notice. There it. is nothing on the shirt. It's just big block English letters, vintage cars. And I like. I thought, like, that's so funny. And that's, like, the equivalent yeah. of, like, some Chad wearing, like, a shirt with, like, a symbol on it that yeah. he had a, knows nothing. Like, right. doesn't know what it means. Like, it just looks cool. I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, just shirt with random S- Japanese writing on it. Yeah. And- <laughs> Yeah, you have no idea. No You're just like, oh, I like that. That's cool. And you're probably walking around with a shirt that says like... It says vintage cars. Vintage cars. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, that's awesome. Oh, uh, well, now I need to find out how to write vintage cars in Hiragana <laughs> <laughs> or Katakana. Hell yes. <laughs> well, what are you going to rate this one, Honeybee? Um, 
You know, I didn't hate it. I thought it was all right. Like you said, I didn't think anyone just stood out or was like super interesting. And uh, there was the blackface, which is kind of like, oops. Never great. And the horrible Afro wig, which yeah. was made it so much worse. And yeah. um, but I mean, I, I like it was all right. I think I'll probably say it's like a two point five, mm. a three, yeah. somewhere around there. I think I, I, yeah, I, I think I'll give it a two. Nice. Two. Yeah, I mean, that's probably better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, it's kind of a short one today, so I'm going to just mention that I watched Prey last night. Prey? P-R-E-Y? A-Y-E-Y? Pray as in like a mouse the thing or pray, you pray as on. in to yeah. Jesus? <laughs> the thing you pray on. Yeah, so EY. <laughs> EY. It's the latest Predator movie. Oh, okay, yeah. It's on Hulu. It's a Hulu exclusive. I saw exclusive. an ad for you, it. You don't need to um, go to a theater. It's on. It's a Hulu exclusive. Uh, what you think? I really enjoyed it. You did? It's, it's, it's um, set in like 1790 1791 or is it 1719 anyway it's you know early american history and it's a native american tribe that and this uh, young girl in particular that runs into the predator oh yeah so it's like meant to be the predator's first visit to this planet because in the original movie implies they've been doing this for For some time and uh this is uh presumably the first time i didn't love the design of the predator himself because they changed it up it was a little different from what i was expecting nice and i don't know why there's no reason why they couldn't just use the original design Mm I like the Predator movies in general. Mm-hmm. So if you like them in general, I think you'll like this one. I don't think people much liked the most recent one or even the one before that. <laughs> yeah. Never saw it. Yeah. Have you seen any of them? Yeah, I saw the first one. The original? Yeah, the original. Mm-hmm, but... With uh, two two uh, future governors in it? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and also, when I did see that, I was young. Like, mm-hmm. I remember my mom, like, let's watch this movie, showing it to me. And I was, like, young. Young, young. Very young. Well, there's six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. There's Predator, Predator 2, Predator versus Alien, Predator versus Alien Requiem, Predators, The Predator, and Prey. So that is seven, seven movies. Damn. Yeah, they didn't put numbers on most of them, so you kind of lose track of how many <laughs> there are. Uh, we don't really have any kaiju news this week, so I guess that'll wrap it up for us. Yeah, I guess so. I was think there was something that I saw recently that I was like, man, we should watch that <laughs> because it was Big Monsters, but now I don't know what it was. Okay. Uh, I feel like it was a cartoon, though. It wasn't the, the sea monster one? Mm-mm. Was it Rumble? I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Seen any other good movies lately? I did see uh, Nope. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've been wanting to see that. I did. How was it? Great. 
I really enjoyed it. Okay. It was really good. My brother also saw it. We saw it separately, but he said that it was like one of the best movies he's seen in like years. Okay. So I'm I'm interested to see what you will think of okay. it. Okay. I mean, I liked his other stuff. Yeah. It's it's good. It's really good. And I love Kiki Palmer. She plays his sister in the okay. movie. Okay. All right. It's so good. She's the one that says nope. No, she's not. They all not. say no. Don't they all say nope? Probably, but there's like a very specific moment oh, okay. where he says nope. Uh, it seemed like in the uh, preview there was a couple of <laughs> couple of nopes. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Though. Um, it's really good. I want to see Super Pets, but I haven't. Oh, I want to see it so bad. It looks so uh, good. I might, I might go to the drive-in. I don't know. I, I, still, was, I still haven't seen Minions either. Uh, I can pass on that. I have to see it. It might be playing a double feature at the drive-in. Minions? Yeah. Or just in general? No, I think uh, uh, Super Pets might be playing with Minions. I'm not sure, though. We'll, we'll check it out. Yeah, we should check it out. We'll let you know, folks, if we go see Minions <laughs> and Super Pets. Uh, all right, that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, it's another short one. See if we can talk longer on the next one. <laughs> well, the next one is a Godzilla movie, baby. Yeah. Yes, next week we'll be watching Son of Godzilla, which is on HBO Max. So you can check it out there. Until then, I have been Precious D. And I have been Honey Bee. Remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements. And please, don't miss you, science. We will not see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Funtime Go. Go! You've been listening to Monster Movie Funtime Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. Where is my baby?